For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Show over from the show, Coach Mark Bonnet and James Madison now up there with the Dukes and the CAA. Coach, good to talk to you, man. How's life been up there in Virginia, man? Yeah, we were just talking before we came on. It's a lot colder than Georgia, so uh, yes. but but when you're winning, it makes it warmer though. So uh, you can we can wear coats and things like that, and and we've gotten off to a good start in the CAA, and um, we, you know, we're trying to build a program up here. So it's uh it's my first year trying to get this thing going, and I really like these guys and. And we're in February now. Everything's going real quick this year. Man, Ted, we talked about this in, in May. Tell us about your journey from when we talked in May until now. How has it been, man? Because it was kind of COVID, kind of lockdown. It was kind of, we were hoping it was going to loosen up, but it never really did, man. And we didn't know nobody was going to have basketball. So tell us about your journey from when we talked in May until now, man. Yeah, definitely unique. So, um, you know, I brought in eight new guys on this team. And, you know, they never came to campus until end of July. They never saw the place. They never met me. So they, so they show up, and it's kind of like, all right, let's start trying to form a team. And, uh, you know, since that point, it's just been, you know, it's been worth it, but it's been challenging. You know, it, you know yeah. guys love to play basketball. I love to coach basketball. And, but, the, but the mental wear and tear has been a lot. Um, you know, we've been paused twice as a program. We've missed 26 days of practice. And, you know, every day you kind of wake up and just pray the test come back negative and keep on going. And like this weekend, uh, you had an opponent, William and Mary, the, the off, off the weekend, and they got to play a game on course next Tuesday. But the fact that you were planning on playing William and Mary, and now they're postponed. So being flexible has to be the key for this year. Like, you never know what's going to happen day to day. Just enjoy the day. Like, last beat Elon last night. Enjoy that win because you never know what's going to happen the next day. Yeah, if you get a chance to play, I told the guys, let's appreciate it and let's go all out because you just don't know when you're going to be stopped and or when somebody you're about to play is going to be stopped. And, you know, this is crazy. So we've had six um, series. You know, we're playing Saturday, Sunday in the CA this year, back-to-back games. We've had six series this year. Um, our first six, five of the six have been postponed. Wow. And so the, the only one that went off is the one we played in Boston against Northeastern. Every other time, We've been scrambling, trying to find games, put them midweek, put them here, put them there. So we're just trying to play. But, um, yeah, like you said, you just don't know. So if you get a chance to play, you better you better enjoy it, win or lose. Um, I talked to a coach the other day, and he said, would you rather have a game postponed or lose? And I said, you know what? I'd rather lose a game than have a game postponed because at least I know we got a chance to try it. Most definitely. And you say you had eight new guys, and you got some 
great young talent. You know, Vado, you got Terrell, Terrence from down here in Atlanta, man. So tell us about that. Those these young guys you have are going to be there for at least two, three, in some cases, four years, and how they impacting your roster as young guys already right now. Yeah, you see across college basketball, freshmen aren't making as big of an impact this year because of COVID and the situations they had to deal with. So they didn't get summer to be able to come lift weights and get used to practice in school. And they didn't get the, you know, exhibition games and scrimmages and things like that. And, you know, I think with those three guys, you know, they got thrown in quickly just because of their talent level. Um, they got thrown in quickly because I like what they stand for. You know, they're all tough, competitive guys. Um, basketball is really important to them. So we brought in a lot of new guys, but those three have really stood out and, and got a chance. And all three of them have started at separate times. Two of them are still starting, but uh, they're, they're our future. And, um, you know, I like the fact that we're building upon them because they're the right type of guys. No doubt. And I'm looking at your stats and I'm like, wow, you're playing these young, giving them key minutes in key situations. It's going to be so valuable for them next year down the road because I feel like, Mark, you're going to have a great team because these guys, you got some ballers, man. They really love the game and, and you coaching them up the way you do. I feel great about your 10 chance at CAAs. They, they may be scared of the Dukes here real soon. Well, I don't think anybody's saying that. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're still trying to build it up. This is uh, This is at the very beginning, so we're trying to get good. No doubt, man. And so let me ask you about this for us, putting stuff in, because guys weren't around you for a long time. So I know your system, how, how, how you coach it. So how was trying to bring them along slowly with the COVID protocols in Virginia, you know, keeping everybody safe? But I was trying to teach them the same time so don't over overwhelm the guys who are all new to you and the University of James, James, James Madison, because they're all like, oh, my God, I'm new. This is all weird to me. So how was that for you guys? Yeah, a lot of things that we're teaching is, is um, you know, the X and O stuff's one thing, but we teach a lot of things, or even X and O, that, that I want guys to be aggressive and I want them to make plays. And, you know, we kind of emphasize these things over and over again. And so, you know, with our style, there's a lot of read and react to it. You know, we're, you know, there's a lot of fluidity to the way we play. We're playing fast. Um, you know, when I was down there at Georgia Southern, we were always one of the top teams in the league in scoring, top in the nation. And up here, we're leading the league in, in scoring points per game. And, um, I think the big thing that's kind of been, you know, reason why we're having success is not because of the points we're scoring, but because of our buy-in on the defensive end. Oh, and, yes. and and that's easy for guys to be able to, you know, see the points getting per game. But, you know, we just had a night last night where, you know, our two leading scorers, Vado Morris and Matt Lewis, were four for 20 um, combined from the field. And we still won the game by 20 points. It's because kind of our depth, but, but really our defense. Most definitely, because that's what y'all's got to tell young guys. No matter what, if you defend and bring energy and effort, you can win games. Because the ball's like, it's always going to be make or miss. Some nights you're going to miss. So if you defend and play hard as you can, you'll get the job. Like last night, perfect example. Win by 20 is not your best guy's night. So like you said, just showing them that film of predators, showing them that, building that brand in their mind, that mindset, man, it'll be so key for your guys as, as they grow older in your program. Yeah, definitely true. That, and, um, you know, it takes maturity for guys to be able to understand that. And, you know, the other thing it takes sometimes maturity is understanding that, you know, to, to have a good team, multiple people have to sacrifice. And um, uh, this was funny. I, I listed on the board. I said, um, there's only, I said, let's list all the players in the world that can win on their own terms and to pick the terms and be able to win without sacrificing. And I put LeBron James up there and that was it. As everybody else going to have to sacrifice <laughs> and yes. because you know LeBron's style is so unselfish anyway and kind of team oriented that you know he can still win on his terms but 
everybody else in the world is going to have to sacrifice no matter how good you are, how talented you are. Most definitely. And for you guys, man, for us building that chemistry, I feel like, you know, we 15 games in February is, is, is not normal, of course. So you still kind of figure out rotations and get people where they, where they are. So do you feel like there's guys in, in their roles, settle in their roles now because, you know, 15 games in, you want to really peak in a month now in that CAA tournament. That's you really want to peak at, which would be in your hometown there, which is good for you guys. So are you kind of trying to build towards marching, get, get guys in those roles so they kind of settle what's going to be going forward here the rest of the season? Yeah, so I mean, right now we're in February, but it still kind of feels like a development of team year in January, you know, and, and some teams even feel further back than that just because of having multiple pauses or when their, their programs got shut down for a little bit. But, you know, you want to be going in the right direction. And, and sometimes you're, you know, you kind of get caught up in wins and losses and you think that's the right direction. But sometimes that can be misleading, you know, by who you play or the circumstances, whatever else. Um, but you want to be playing really good basketball and and you want to have, you know, guys understanding their roles and, and what comes next and what they got to do. Because in the tournament, you know, besides that first game, you know, you get a chance to really prep for that. If you're fortunate enough to win that. Everything else comes at you really quick and you got a different opponent the next day and whatever else, different style. And so you got to have all the answers um, to all the questions by the time you get to March. No. Prep-wise, though, in these series you're playing, how has it prep week been for you guys? You usually playing on Thursday or a Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. How's it been having one opponent to prep for the whole week and you're kind of work, working on your team early in the week and kind of preparing for them on the back end of the week? Well, like I said, we were supposed to do it six times already, and we've only done it once. And, um, you know, we've, we've had to schedule midweek games and kind of find them there. Um, you know, we're going to go down and, um, you know, and play Wilmington next week and, and, um, and then after that, we got Hofstra here twice. Well, Hofstra's a great zone team. And oh, yeah. sometimes it's good to be able to zone in, like, what they're going to do and how we're going to prepare for it. And um, it, 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 it's unique. You know, we Northeastern's the only time we did it this year. And, and they got us the first game. They got us by nine. And, you know, it's the mental part of it, you know, how your guys are going to approach coming back. Because you can't make drastic adjustments in 24 hours. You know, you're not even going to have practice times or anything else. Like, so you could tweak some things, but it's going to be, you know, if you win the game, you know, are you going to have the human nature of kind of letting up? And if you lose the game, you're going to be more motivated or, you know, what kind of the mentality is going to be. So um, th that's the main thing that we're going to try to do in those situations is not so much, you know, changing game plans. It's going to be, you know, having the right mentality. Now, Mark, zone-wise, which one's more trickier, Ron's or Joe's? Hey, I don't miss Ron's zone at all. Uh, he, I, I, I studied that. The Ron and I laugh about it because um, there was like one time that we really popped his zone, and I was like, "All right, I got this thing figured out." Go back the next time we play, and we did all the same plays that we did before. None of them worked. Like I was like, "All right, now back to the drawing board." But um, yeah, and you know what? Hofstra's zone is very unique to Ron Hunter's zone. So um. It's uh, it's a good one too. So uh, you you got to make sure that your guys know what to do and you know what to do, and, and they're not easy to approach because um, they're unique and they're and they're well coached. Now tell us about the young man you got on our, our your roster from Atlanta, Terrence. Tell us about that young freshman. What he's gonna be doing for you down the road here? Yeah, he's six six. Um, you know, he uh, he started a bunch of games. He's, you know, he's had some freshman moments where he's looked really good, and and then you know some freshman moments where he kind of goes through some rough patches. Um. But he's, he has a lot of talent. I love his competitiveness. He is competitive. Um, you know, in that area, you know the area well. When you play that level of basketball, you kind of get 
I mean, you're going to get weeded out. You're not going to be able to stay down there and oh, play yeah. if you're not really competitive and kind of have an edge to you. So um, he has all that. So I'm excited about his future. Um, we're also able to get a commitment and the kid signed from another kid from Atlanta. I think he's one of the best shooters in the country. And um, so uh, love the area. And just because I'm in Virginia, we're not going to forget about recruiting Atlanta. I can tell you that. Now, you kind of read my mind. How's recruiting via Zoom this time? You know, I know you're a, a guy that likes to get in a family's home, see a kid's home, see him on the court play. How's recruiting via Zoom? That's something you keep on doing down the road as well. Yeah, I mean, for right now, they told us that, you know, we can't go on the road to at least April. And uh, they can't come visit us to at least April. So it's going to be what it is right now. And, um, you know, we brought in eight guys doing it this way. And we got three kids to sign with us early in the fall here at James Madison, the same type way. And, um, you know what, you try to do the best you can for them. I, I feel bad for the young men being recruited because they do need to see campuses. They do need to see, be around the team and interact with them and see the coaches, see the practices face-to-face -face and things like that. And, and that's hard. And what I try to do is make them as comfortable as they possibly can do with, with myself, uh, with the players, with my staff, with our style, virtual tours of the campus the best we can. We got a brand new arena here, and that's been great. You know, the, the, the arena opened, and um, I'm happy we're eight and two in there right now, and we can't fill it up with fans like we want to because of the COVID restrictions. But it's one of the best arenas in the country. So when I show recruits that on Zoom, um, you know, that really catches their attention. No doubt. Well, Mark, thank you for your time. It's always my brother. That's good to catch up with you. We got to get you down here in Georgia real soon, man. Tell, tell Josh to play you, man. I don't got to tell him to play you. I tell Greg to play you. I want to see you down here again, buddy. Yeah, you know, uh, we were supposed to play Georgia Tech. They were on the schedule. And um, there was one of the first two weeks and things got postponed. And and uh, I want to get back to the area, um, get down there and play it because we're recruit there. I want to be visible down there. And so uh, hopefully it's not too long. But you know I'll have you on the show when you come. You know I'll have you on the show. It's already done. You know that, that'll be done, buddy. You know I know Perfect. that. <laughs> Perfect. Love, love to do it. All right, but hey, be safe. See you soon, man. Okay, thanks for having me. All right now. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Liberty's leave policy was tremendous. Having the ability to take 16 weeks off, fully paid to bond with my child, was an incredible experience. At Liberty Mutual, you can find a career that supports you at every step, even baby steps. We offer up to 16 weeks parental leave for new moms and dads. And because not everyone's pathway to parenthood looks the same, we offer robust fertility, surrogacy, and adoption benefits too. Learn more at LibertyMutualCareers.com and pursue your tomorrow today.